0: You know, our show is committed to inform the community of recent significant events and topics of mental health and public policy. We are also committed to engage and empower those who witness injustices to be proactive. And you can make a difference. Hello and welcome to the Amplified Life. This is Sandra Grace, your host. Today, we have a wonderful guest. Shanice Newton. Shanice, I'm going to give you an introduction. Um, I'm not going to give it justice because, you know, you're just, I consider you the salt of the earth. So uh, I'm going to, to read a little bit about Shanice. And, you know, Shanice was raised in the U.S. Virgin Islands and she moved to Texas in 2012 as a single parent got married in 2016, and now is a mother of two, a business owner, a pastor's wife, and a minister. She experienced a horrific, violent event against her person when she was 10 years old. And at 18 years of age, she found herself in an abusive relationship. Her struggles of suicidal thoughts were real growing up and attempted suicide three times. Welcome, Shanice. Welcome to our show.
1: Good evening. Good evening, family and friends. Um basically that's that's me in a nutshell and um mental issue is a serious thing family and friends just to put it out there you know I have accomplished a lot in my life hopefully I tears don't come while I'm talking to you guys tonight but you know life is reality reality is life you know and my thing is don't let the day make you make the day but when you go through things in life as I went through there's people out there that went through worst and like Miss Sandra Gray said at the age of 10 Yes, I was raped by a family member and I had no support, not even for my mom, because at that time, my mom didn't want to hear what I had to say. Uh, it's not till her death in 2008, we found out that the same thing or similar things happened to my mom as well. So, you know, I came from a family of 13 and I'm the baby last girl. And she didn't really talk about her past. And I always wonder why. Because I'm a talker, family and friends. I'm a talker. And when you ask her things about her past, it shut. she shuts down. And, and after her death, I understand why she shut down. So it's not until I moved to Texas, family and friends, um, I actually told my siblings, my sisters, what have happened to me. And, you know, who was the family member that did it to me. And... It put a lot on you mentally. and uh, What a lot of people don't realize is mental illness comes in different forms. It can make you depressed. Where I've been there, I attempted suicide three times. Yes, I did, but that didn't come until Miss Grace when I was in an abusive relationship because I didn't have a father growing up where he was there but he wasn't part of my life like how he was with my siblings and that kind of affect me mentally as well so it's like i started questioning myself like why am i here on earth what is my purpose here on earth why am i doing here if all i'm doing is being abused left and right in some form of way so that that triggered me mentally and the best thing I taught for myself at that time, and I was 17, 18, was to kill myself. You know, nobody wouldn't miss me. Nobody already don't love me. Nobody don't care what I go through. You know, and it was just like, kind quits for myself. You know, in that abusive relationship, I fought. I fought. And my mom sent me away to get me away from that abusive relationship. Family and friends, I came back home and I ended right back up in that relationship. So family and friends, if you have any family member out there that's going through mental illness, pay attention. Pay attention because sometimes we are calling for help or we look here to see what family member is actually paying attention to help us. You know, that's sometimes our way of calling for help with me. I had no one. And when I started to shut down, I was already an adult, 21, 22, working and living by myself. So nobody realized what I was going through, the pain that I was suffering, even though I attempted suicide. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a thought that was always there with me. Just kill yourself. I would hear that voice, just kill yourself. Nobody's going to miss you. So family and friends, pay attention to your family members, pay attention to your kids, talk to your kids, talk to your family member. Sometimes just a simple thing as, how are you doing today? Are you okay? Makes a difference in our life. It does. Sandra Grace? I am
0: am so thankful that you're so open about these issues, this stigma that goes with discussing mental health issues, and uh, one can talk about all day long, but when, when an actual survivor of extreme, uh, extreme mental health events, uh, major depression, uh, to the point uh, that checking out is an option, uh, it needs to be discussed more. And the stigma needs to get away um, it, hopefully with this program, there's more awareness and less shame to uh, this, this very important topic that we're discussing today. And I, I thank you for being so bold and so strong. You, uh, you have always to me have been uh, not a victim, but a survivor. And, yes. and, and, you know, glory to God, because that has always been yes. the way I've seen you. Um. Now, you know, I, I put this show together because I have these, the, the concerns about mental health, mental wellness, and access to, to wellness, um, or my hope, my overarching hope is that people know they are not alone, yes. They're not alone, and, and reaching out, like you said, is so important. And not only for that who is suffering and enduring, but for those that believe that the other person's going to be fine, they're okay, um, you know, shake it off. Sometimes there'll be that type of dialogue. And it mm-hmm. is important to say, How are you feeling? How are you feeling today? Can I do anything for you? And just listen. And so you bring up a, a very important point about just asking. Just yes. Yeah. So Shanice, my question to you is, how would you define mental wellness now that you have shared your significant life event?
1: It is a sickness. You know, it is an issue that needs to be spoken more about. And like you said, you know, um, I, I talk about it now, but it took me... From 1990 to 2012, before I open up and start talking about a lot of things that I've went through in life, it took me that long, you know, and a lot changed for me when I became a mom in 2010. I started to see things different and I went through postpartum depression too, which I was already dealing with the mental illness, part of it being depressed, you know, and then here goes having my first baby. And after having her, she was three pounds, four and a half ounces at birth. And here it is. Boom. I went through postpartum depression where I didn't want to hold her. I, 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 you know, I would say thank God for my cousin. You know, God put people in our life for a reason, you know, they said sometimes he put them in for a season, but it's for a reason. And because of my cousin and her husband at that point time, that they helped me get over that, that postpartum depression. And after I was getting out of it, I'm like, wow, you know, I've always wanted a child. The doctors tell me I couldn't have kids, and he blessed me with this child. And as I moved forward, I had to pick up myself. I had the help of my family then. And i like, God, give me somebody that's going to love me regardless of what. He... Give me this little person that I got to care for. Like, I never care for somebody in my life. Sometimes it's just the simple things. But mental illness, family and friends, is not a joke. And I want to say, if you're going through something that's affecting you, don't matter what way is affecting you, get help. You have to remember, especially if you're a mom, if you're a dad, because not just females go through mental issues. It's also the males. Seek help seek help sometimes we have to seek professional help i've been there with the professional help and um, it's just talking and having somebody to listen to because sometimes we go through things and we feel nobody wants to hear us because it's the same story Sometimes that's just our coping mechanism. Like this is how we cope with it. This just by talking and whoever would listen makes us feel better. Sometimes it just take a little bit of that stress or what we're going through mentally. It just take a little bit off of us. And it just give us, even if it's just that moment, it give us that moment of free mind. I've been to the point where, yeah, I've heard the voices. People say I'm crazy, (laughs) But I've been there where I've heard the voices telling me, kill myself. I've heard the voices telling me that you're, you're not good enough, you know, not just in my head, but I've gotten that from family members as well that didn't know this is what I was really going through because at the time I wasn't, I wasn't speaking about nothing. So mental illness, again, family and friends, is so real. It is so real. People deal with it in different portions And it could escalate where people need medication. You know, um, I wouldn't say cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. It's just that I like to say we're just misunderstood people. Some of us need more loving than others. And that's how I see it. It's not, we don't like to be characterized as we're crazy. We're just misunderstood. You as an individual don't understand what I'm going through because it's not you. You know, so don't put judgment on anyone because today might be me, tomorrow might be you. Mm
0: -hmm. And you
1: might go through something similar that I'm going through, but don't know how to cope with it. And you got to love yourself first. You got to love yourself first. And besides loving yourself, you have to put God first in everything that you do. You know, uh, God puts us through obstacles in life. He put us through things in life. And I would say, if it wasn't for what I went through, I wouldn't have been that minister. I wouldn't have had my own business. I wouldn't have been going back to school and, and finishing my master's in psychology, family and friends. I know what I've been through. Yes. So I, I see myself where I want to help. If I could reach out and touch one soul, why not? Why not? If I could share my story even more, and that helps somebody, why not? And that's why I fell in love with the passion of psychologists, you know, just knowing the brain, just, just knowing what people think, just reaching out to them and, and helping them on a whole.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Um, you know, I think you know, you, what you say is absolutely right. Um, things happen um, not to us, they happen for us. And it's just the way you see the glass, half empty, half full. But uh to get to that point is a journey. And so the journey needs um, friends, good support systems, stability, uh, having a roof over your head, having water and, you know, clean water, having food, um, like I said, shelter. And, you know, again, the support system, loved ones, friends members you know so oh, yes. we need all those components and so to, to meet our once we have those needs met that you know certainly does help us uh, go to another tier in actualizing self-actualizing what I call it, when we realize I think I can help others and so we can't fake that so I'm glad you said you're going into the field because you come up from a place of authenticity Yes. We empathize because we have been there. Yes. And sometimes just to say, me too. Mm-hmm. I know Yes. me too. I've been there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. So our second question today is, in your opinion, what do you believe hinders someone's ability to seek the care they need?
1: Judgment. Be- being judged by somebody else, especially if we go to a family member or somebody we would consider our friends because, you know, there's people out there that we consider our friends, but they're not really our friends. And you tell them something that is so sacred to you that you're, you're going through and they tell somebody else, you know, that fear of people knowing your business, like what we say at home, people knowing your business, and that's something very dear to you of what you're going through. So it, it's just being judged. You know, um, the society that we live in could be harsh. And it's just society for me put a tag on everyone. This is where you're supposed to be, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the type of person that you you need to become. And um, and because of that, it hinders it handles us as individuals to seek help because we don't want to be judged by society. We don't want to be judged by the people that are supposed to love us. So instead we keep it bottled up inside. And when we do that as individuals and keep things bottled up, it makes it worse because then your mind goes so fast. I like to tell people I'm a thinker because literally I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking, what can I do next? What can I do? How can I do this? How can I do that? You know, I tell people I'm on, I'm on mission. I, I don't like goals because goals are meant to be broken. But when you're on a mission, you know you could have plan a b and c uh and for people out there that went through or going through the same thing that i've went through i would like to tell them write down your mission write down your mission within your mission you should have a a b c if it takes you to z that's what it takes you but write down your mission of the type of person you yourself as an individual that person that love you which is yourself what can you do? How can you help yourself? How can you seek help for yourself? And if it's just talking to yourself, people will think you crazy, but it's okay. It's okay if you talk to yourself. I've been there many times and if it, it has helped talking to myself. But if you know you need that help on a higher level, forget what society is saying. Forget what your family has to say. And you seek that help to to yourself. Even, you know, Especially not even though, but especially if you're a parent and you have kids, get that help.
0: Amen. Get that help. Amen. Because then you become a role model that there is no stigma and you create a shift in the family dynamics where there, there is no judgment. You're right. The, the judgment can impair someone to not go to an acute setting like a, a hospitalization. Um, or you know, seek uh, care that involves medication that may not be medication for a lifetime, just for that situation to get through it, you know. And so you're up. I think that's a wonderful response, and I thank you for that. I I wasn't expecting that one word, but when you said it, it hit me between the eyes. So the last bonus question I have for you, um, and there's no right or wrong answer uh, for you personally. Shanice, when you feel yourself entering into a negative state or frame of mind, what do you do to pull yourself out of it?
1: My reality check, and uh, what I say about my reality check, I it have times that I've went there. My husband have witnessed it. As family and friends, I, I, when I tell you, I've been through so much, and I go through so much because before I got pregnant with the last little girl he saw me went to that point and I'm one of those that hits on myself when I get to that point so that's part of it too when I go there but now that I have two beautiful girls I I give myself that reality check I'm like hold up back Mm -hmm. it up you have two beautiful girls those are God's gift Mm. why would you want to put yourself back in that situation because I know where it's gonna take me. And when I get to that point, I can't focus on me. When I can't focus on me, I can't focus on my kids. I can't focus on my job. It's like I'm a loose end. I can't focus on anything. So I give myself the reality check of where I've been, where I came from and how my strength have grown in me to make me the person that I am today. Where I at today, if it wasn't for God and the things that God has shown me, I wouldn't have been that business owner. I wouldn't have been that minister, that pastor's wife. I wouldn't have been that mother. I'm not perfect family and friends, but to the end of the day, I am a better me. And that's what keep me from going to that negative place. I do get irritated from time to time. And I like, I'll tell my husband, I just, just give me that moment. I just need that moment because I'm irritated. Cause when I get to that point, I know what's coming next. And it's so much about me, Sandra Grace, that I like to fight when I get to that point. It is it, so much in me that boils up and the aggressive person I was because I carry so much hate. I carry so much anger with so much things And I just look at the good things that I have in life now and the bad things that God has allowed me to put in my past. And family and friends, I want you to know this. Your past is history. It's his story, family and friends. That is our story. That is our testimony to help somebody. So the past is your past. Your future is your future. Nobody knows what the future holds, but you are living in the present. And to live in your present, you have to present. If you break down the word present, it means to present. You have to present the best you you could present, family and friends, because you're living for your now. Let that pass go.
0: Amen. That is well said. And Again, um, Shanice, I wasn't expecting that. Uh you almost made me cry there for a little bit, but I got it together. Yes, our babies are, you know, yes, they're they're uh they're such gifts and to think what will we do? Uh what would they do knowing um if something really bad and tragic were to happen to us yes. at the hands of ourselves. And and so Thank you for bringing that up. As a mom, I, I understand completely. I understand. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our beautiful Shanice Newton here today, letting us know um, everything that you know is in her heart about mental wellness. And I know there's a lot more. And I hope that you can return in the future uh, on different topics. And when I thought about mental wellness and perseverance you were on my list. So I appreciate you being on the show today. And everybody, thank you for tuning into the Amplified Life. And like always, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. See you later and see you soon. Bye.